This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. What the hell are we waiting on? Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges. Do you want it or not? Rick Gosselin. Do you understand there's a price to pay? And Clark Judge. Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. The Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com, and you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Welcome back to our number two of the Talk of Fame Network. Coming up, you're going to hear from Texas Tech quarterback Patrick Mahomes, who's in Indianapolis for the annual scouting combine, and you're going to hear from us, too, as we try to shed some light on that combine. But first... First, Ed Garvey, the first executive director of the NFLPA, passed away last week at the age of 76 back home in his native Wisconsin. And his death really barely registered a blip on the national scale. And, and for those of us who cover the 82 NFL strike, that, that really seemed unfair. And so we've asked someone who knew Ed to join us, and, and that would be Tom Condon, a 12-year NFL player and former NFLPA president, who today, of course, is one of the most powerful agents in football and who can help put Ed Garvey's place in NFL history in perspective. Tom, welcome back to the show. Thank you, fellas. Always nice to get get a chance to talk with you guys. Well, Tom, as you know, we go all the way back to the almost to the start. Uh, I do actually sadly go back to the start. You almost made it. Could you tell us your first uh, the first time you met Ed Garvey? What did you think? <laughs> uh, let's see. I had been the alternate rep in Kansas City, and then I just was elected the player rep in about 1979, and went to the first player rep meeting. And uh, I had never met Ed Garvey before, and I went with uh, Terry Steve, who was the guard from the for the old St. Louis uh, Cardinals. And the two of us went together. And, uh, and as we showed up, uh, a couple of the San Diego Charger offensive linemen were there, and there was a bunch of other uh, offensive linemen around that we knew. And they said, "Hey, we're having a, we're having a, a meeting." And I said, "Okay." They said, "So we want you guys to join in." I said, "All right." I said, "What are we going to talk about?" They said, "We're going to talk about that we're going to oust Ed Garvey." And I thought, oh, my God, I haven't been here 10 minutes, and we're getting ready to, to try to fire somebody. So at the, uh, by the time they finished explaining to us uh, how come and why and all of that, um, I said, uh, Terry Steve said to me, what do, you, what do you think we ought to do, Kondo? And I said, well, I said, we don't know Ed Garvey. We've never met him before, and uh, he's not a football player, and he never played. And these guys are all our friends, and they're all offensive linemen, and we've known them for a long time. I said, I think we go with them. And so he said, okay. In the meantime, of course, Gene Upshaw gets wind of this and redoes the room. And by the time that we're uh, taking the vote for Ed, um, you know, we've only got uh, eight votes on our side. And we were, of course, supposed to have had 17. So the, uh, uh, so my, my first encounter with Ed was that I tried to fire him, and now I've got to hang around with him. And, um, and as a matter of fact, at the end of that time, Upshaw walked up to me and said, uh, hey, we're gonna we're gonna put you on the executive committee, and I said, "What's the executive committee?" And he said, "It's the policy making body for the union, as well as the negotiating team." And I said, "Were were you in the room there when I voted against Ed?" And he said, "We need a dissident, and you're our guy." <laughs> said, okay. yeah. Hey, Tom, so that you was got my to... first. Uh, but I'll I'll tell you what. Uh, and I, I don't mean to just go on. If you've got another question for me, I'm happy to stop. But go ahead. Go I, I, would ahead. T- I would tell you that my opinion of Ed from that time forward was uh, uh, just completely different. I mean, he was he was as smart and as passionate a guy uh, for our cause as uh, as I'd ever been around. 
and uh, it was, I'll tell you, it was it, it, it was exciting to be in the room in the negotiating table when we were going to listen to him speak and uh, and to argue, excuse me, argue with the NFL guys about the different particular points. Obviously, it was the uh, the main focus was fifty five percent of the gross revenue, pretty ambitious, and uh, but nevertheless, yeah, he was, uh, and so he. I think that really he was the driving force for the NFL Players Association to go from just being a blip to uh, to an organization that you actually had to reckon with. And uh, as a matter of fact, um, you know, my connection to him really went back to my rookie year in 1974 because he um, led the players out on strike, and it, but it was a preseason strike. And it was interesting to watch how the organization grew and how Ed became uh, a, a better leader as he as he had more experience and went through this thing. But in '74, they did a preseason strike, and you know the NFL just shrugged their shoulders, and and uh, and ultimately all of the veterans came back in, and nobody even missed a you know the first regular season game, um, and they didn't get very much out of that '74 strike. Um, the second strike, of course, was 1982, and. Um, I was proud to say that uh, that I, I was a uh, an executive committee member, and um, and we when we stayed out 57 days. There was a two-year education process that Ed put in place. It was his concept, and and uh, and it was it was amazing because you know we've got um, I don't know 17 or 1800 NFL players, and uh, and he, he's providing enough basic information. So that everybody has a real understanding of what we're fighting about and why we're going out on strike and what we should expect to, to, to gain at the end. And uh, it was a massive undertaking. Um, he used to bring speakers in um, from the uh, labor unions, and and, uh, and and he was an extraordinarily bright guy. Tom, you like I said, you came in the NFL in the mid seventies. Garvey was there. What what was like life like for the players before you actually got some teeth as a union in the eighties? Well, until until really, uh, you know, things got better after 1982. But uh, but even then, until 1993, when the, when we ended up winning the free agency trial and the settlement of that trial was the new collective bargaining agreement, which included free agency and the salary cap. I mean, basically, when you finished your contract, and this occurred for all of my 12 years, when you finished your contract, your choices were. You were going to re-sign with your own team if they wanted you, or you had to go get a different job because there wasn't any free agency. And so when your contract was over, you either re-signed with your own team or they cut you or they traded you. But the player didn't have any choice in any of those matters. So that part of it was pretty tough. The other was that the compensation wasn't you know, terrific either. Um, gosh, I, I know my first year I made $18,000 and... I think that uh, my last year it was 190. Wow. Wow. So You're things speak- have changed pretty dramatically. <laughs> yeah, I like that yeah. math. Um, we're speaking with Tom Condon on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us at our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, or on Twitter, at, at Talk of Fame Net. And, Tom, uh, since you mentioned Ed Garvey as the driving force for the NFLPA, um, I'll ask you a sort of a logical question. What's his legacy? I mean, is this a stretch if I say he's the Marvin Miller pro football? Is that too much of a stretch? Well, Marvin successfully held held uh, the players out for a year and certainly had a massive reputation and well-deserved. Um, and I think that uh, Ed certainly deserves 
to be uh, considered in, 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 in that category. Um, I mean, we're really fortunate because not only did we have Ed Garvey as our executive director, but we had Gene Upshaw as our president. Um, and then, of course, after the strike was over, um, Ed decided that, that he was going to walk away, and uh, and he did so, and, and Gene was um, uh, nominated and elected unanimously. And, and, and then, of course, under, uh, under Gene's leadership, we went through the 93 trial, and and so, yes, Ed and Gene were, you know, driving forces and, and had a dramatic effect on the uh, on the all NFL players. Tom, Ed once said in an interview that uh, that he got asked all the time after he left football, "Are you the guy who screwed up baseball?" And he said, "I'd always say, no, 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 I'm the guy who screwed up football." Uh, to me, he's the, <laughs> you know, he's the guy who coined those phrases: "No freedom, no football." Fifty-five percent of right. the gross. And the fact of the matter is, it appears to me, and I'd like to get your opinion. That he was right on both those scores, and at the end, to a great extent, you did get freedom, uh, and to a great extent, uh, you did get the fifty-five percent of that gross. Was he just ahead of his time? There was no question that uh, that he had a vision, and uh, and that and that he was a uh, he was a driving force, and he was an extraordinarily bright guy. I just remember the first negotiation we went through, um, and Jack Donlin was sitting on the other <laughs> side of the across from Ed. And uh, Ed, Ed might have talked uh, uninterrupted for 30 minutes, and I thought, "Wow, this guy is unbelievable. He's he, he was he, he was so extraordinarily bright." And uh, when when he was finished, I thought, "Well, what the heck is Jack possibly going to say in response to that?" And uh, and Jack looked at him and said, "No." <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, "That's we- it. No." <laughs> <laughs> which jack could do very well um tom yep. unfortunately unfortunately we're gonna have to say now because we've got to leave now the clock is ticking but as always thanks so much for the time and, and thanks for filling us in on ed garvey really appreciate it okay fellas always a pleasure thanks tom that was tom condon coming up we're going to try to put the nfl scouting combine into perspective this is the talk of fame network now the reminder that the talk of fame network is brought to you by geico insurance where 15 minutes can save you 15 percent or more on car insurance For more details, go to geico.com.